It's about that time for NBA at Home with the Boys, your weekly dose of NBA basketball. Settle in and enjoy the chat. Cheers. G'day and welcome to NBA at Home with the Boys, uh, episode number 24. Um, let me introduce the boys for today's cast. We've got our poor Superman Scarzi. What's up? What's up? Got Muddy the Dr. Page. Oh, finally we're back. And myself, <laughs> Ash Aquaman Williamson. We've got How a, we've we got boys? a boys. We've uh, had a bit right. of a spell. We've had a bit of a spell for a, a we week have. or two. We have. We've uh, got a guy on like... load management. We've got a load management guy. Exactly. Nice. That's why we're on a spell. That's why we've been off there yeah. for two and a yeah. bit weeks because someone load managed who's still load managing. Yeah, it's that's amazing. right. So we might as well just put him on an injury report for now. Yeah. Anyway, Intr- let's get in. Let's well and let's... truly on the injury report. <laughs> Fuck him off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Uh... Let's get into it. Scars. Well, obviously, we've had a bit of a rough. You know, at the start of the two weeks, we had a bit of a rough start with uh, the we big did. Kobe Bean Bryant um, uh, leaving leaving us, you know, in a very, yeah. uh, what do you call it, shocking incident. Abrupt, Tele- abrupt yeah. way, yeah. I had a bloke yelling in my face, um, honestly waking me up on a, we had, we were just um, on a good trip too, weren't we, lads? We were on a good basketball we were. trip. And I had we, a, were. A good, we were. On a, a good trip. mate of mine bloody woke me right up and his face was nearly touching my face. And I was like, what? And uh, he broke the news to me. And that was uh, the Dr. Page. Muddy told me that, uh, yeah, Kobe was being in a uh, helicopter accident uh, in California. Um, Passed away. Bit a, yeah, a bit of a devastating blow. Kind of didn't hit me, you know, didn't hit the heartstrings as much as what I thought. But then I, the more I read the stories and about his girl and all that, it started to, started to just have a look at his, you know, his highlights and all that kind of thing. It started to bring a little bit of a, a sad side of me out. So, boys, I just want to know, what was your most highlighted moment of Kobe and how will you remember him? Oh, you can go first, Muddy. Oh, oh gee. Um, look, I, I, I don't know if it's a highlight. Oh, well, look, I always remember it. I love watching him play against Jordan. So, obviously, there's many pockets of highlights there, but I just love watching him any time play against Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan was playing. Even when Michael Jordan went back to the Wizards and Kobe had a really good game against him, I just... Love watching those two guys go at it because it was uh oh he's just so entertaining and then they were both such raw hardcore competitors that you always always felt they got the best out of each other but especially when Kobe was young I felt like he always accepted a challenge although Mike MJ at that stage was way way above him in every in every aspect of the game there was one kid he was one guy who just never. Never gave, never tried, never give Jordan an edge. So they were, they were probably my best times. But I guess if I had to pick one particular highlight, it was that last game he had. It went out typical Kobe fashion. What scored 60, 61 points, wasn't it? 61, um, yeah. He had 61 points. What, he shot 50-something shots. He hit 20-something. <laughs> so, you know, so that's a typical Kobe fashion. And, but he willed the game. He willed them to win, and I think that was a highlight. You know, he was on one leg and still got the W. So that was probably my highlight. Nice. Um, Do you want to elab- um, expand on that, Muddy, just in regards to a bit more on Kobe, like as in the, the incident and how it kind of came about and all that? Just expand on that, brother. Well, had it. well, look, 
I, I, I assume it, most times when I wake up um, in the middle of the night, or I think that time was about 5 a.m. or 5, 11 a.m. I woke up. Um, I sometimes, not always, I just, just, just checked Facebook, for example. And so I checked it, and then I normally just put it down, and who cares, it's all fake. But for some reason, I just Googled it, and there was only TMZ and another... Um, a, 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 another uh, a paper or something reported it and I thought whoa is this real is it not so I guess I'm, I'm leading up to a story I woke everyone up as you as you mentioned and then in within five minutes there was a whole website just you know 10 reports and it got bigger and I guess I guess the point I'm trying to make is straight away although it could have been fake or not it was Kobe Bryant and I had to make sure that it was fake or real um, so Straight away, I think my first reactions, uh, once I started to realise this might be some truth, I actually went through all these emotions because I knew, then I found out his daughter. So at first there was sadness for Kobe, but then there was devastation because his daughter was involved and then even more devastation because more people were involved. I went through all these emotions within um, a couple of hours. Like I even said, Kobe's my, my, my other goat. Everyone knows I got a three four five system. I said it's a four four five system now, yeah. and then it went on to yeah no, and and then it went on to no, I'm not going to have a goat no more. I don't believe in a goat because everyone's great in their own time. So I went through all these emotions, just putting him goat, scrapping the goat, putting him in goat, scrapping the goat, hating the NBA, liking the NBA, hating some skip and reporters and other people, but loving them again. I just went through this crazy emotions and I stopped watching NBA for like two and a, two and a bit weeks. I actually said, no, I don't even want to watch basketball anymore. So, yeah, that was me. Wow. Bit of a roller coaster. Well, you know, I have a daughter who's, you know, 14. And, I mean, it just, it, it broke me, you know. Um, and we've all got big families. And, yeah, so it was a roller coaster, brother. Hmm. Interesting. Heard of scars. What do you got, mate? What did you, just overall about the whole Kobe incident, mate, and like I said, highlights and whatnot, mate. You can expand on whatever you want. Oh, look, overall, tragic incident. A lot of people involved in it. That was probably even made it more tragic. Um, just the number of people was uh, made it pretty intense. Um, look, to be honest, I, I probably didn't run through as many as emotions as what Muddy did. Um, I uh, obviously it was a sad time, but uh, look, I I didn't like. You didn't even care, Scarby. I didn't, didn't like care, the way I didn't like the way it was reported. <laughs> I didn't like. Um, look, I was never the biggest Kobe fan. I respected his game. I thought he was an amazing player. Um, I just I, I, look to be fair. To be honest, I just I I think. When someone dies like that all of a sudden, I think we change history a bit about them and all those types of things. And at the end of the day, I knew Kobe Bryant as a basketball player and he was definitely the best basketball player for a period of time when he was playing. And, man, he was a, a, a massive competitor. And um, that's what I remember about Kobe. And probably the biggest – probably the – the one game I remember the most is probably uh, one of the when they beat Boston um, in the finals. You know that was kind of for me that was 
Kobe winning um, the ring for himself that time. He he was the leader of that team. Um, so that that's probably the most memorable moments for Kobe for me. How about you, Ash? Straight to the point, brother. Um, mm. Look, I'm pretty similar to you, Scouts. I think, like you said, once we lose someone like Kobe, everything starts to come out and you kind of place him that little bit higher than everyone else. Um, yep. Yeah, look, I never had Kobe, you know, in my top five, or I'm not saying top five, but you know what I'm getting at. Um, yep. I, mean, I think now that he's kind of gone, you kind of look at a lot of the highlights that were going through Facebook and, man, he was such a dominant player and his, his work ethic was just was full yep, on, yeah, this uh, world, yep. his way of winning, the way he wanted to win, just full mentality, you know, just was pretty hectic. And I think you kind of overshadow, we overshadowed that a lot while he was present, you know, here. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's gone, it's kind of come to light just how much of a basketball player he was. I think what got me the most was that his little girl, him and the Bond, him and his girl were having, you know, in this next stage of his, I guess, of his father, of his fatherhood where he was, teaching his girl how to play ball. And he was obviously coming to the Lakers games again. And we obviously heard he was saying there on his retirement that he just really wanted to step away from the game in every aspect about the game and just have family time. And mm-hmm. then kind of to see him come back now that the Lakers obviously got a, a, a solid team. Uh, he was coming back in the, in the crowd. He was bloody doing high fives to LeBron. And I think that was pretty cool seeing him come in. And then I think there was a video clip there. He was, you know, teaching his daughter about plays and that she was listening. I think that was the most part where I thought was a bit sad in my eyes, just, you know, teaching his daughter the game and what we could have seen um, of what she could have done and hopefully carried on her old man's mentality. Um, mm. Obviously, that was cut short. So I think that was the most upsetting bit for me, um, just not seeing something that was, you know, starting to be. Yep. Um but I think so, boys. I think the NBA as a whole did a really good job on honouring Cobes. Um, I think, uh, you know, starting with, which if you think about it, it was just out of this world, 24-second shot clock, just coincidence, yeah. and then an eight-second yeah, yeah. court violation. It's like, wow, that's just, yeah, that's yeah, just that's you know. Trippy. That was pretty trippy, just how it all worked out. Uh, every team did it. The whole NBA was affected. Um, oh, I'm it. Um, what else? Um, you know, the Lakers and the Clippers cancelling yeah. their uh, their game that on Tuesday. Good. That was really that was good. good. I had a, I yeah. had a feeling. I said that to Muddy on our drive back from the sunny coast. I said I guarantee, not guarantee, but I had a feeling they were going to cancel this game. Uh, it'll just be for the mere fact respect for Cobes. Um, they, you know, yet again, like Clippers taking off the not hiding Kobe's jerseys. So the really NBA as a whole have done a great job. Um, and special organisations have done a good job just putting the putting a lot of respect on on Kobe's name. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, boys? I think I'm just trying to you know just trying to put in what I've seen over over the time. You know the big the murals. Um, what else? Yeah, it's been uh, it's it's been it was, broadcast it, really well. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I'm, and I, I'm sure they'll do something at the All Star game, and I think it'll. Yeah. It'll yeah, definitely get its time, like it's yeah, like. Um but I think I think right. another thing, like just going on the interview side of things now, just seeing interviews like Dwayne Wade, I think the most they really was pretty hard to watch was Jerry West. I think his interview was the hardest to watch because he was talking about how he lived with him when he was seventeen, how he made all the trades happen to get Kobe. And he was mm. just really shedding some behind the curtain stuff that we don't see. Um yep. And I think out of everyone affected, like you, you know, Shaq was affected. Um, he found oh, it hard, it. but I, I think don't want to hear about 
I think Jerry West was 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 really hard to watch just for the mere fact, just seeing that inside. And we know what Jerry West is, great GM, and there's with the clips, but just seeing that side of Jerry West was pretty cool. And I thought yeah. that was awesome, just yeah. the way he was talking and expanding on Cobes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, boys, as a whole, I think yeah, it was it was a bit of a shocking bit of a shocking news. I didn't believe it to start off with, and then yeah, it just started to flood in, and yeah, it was just like, yeah, full on. So yeah, tragic it moment was. for the NBA yeah. boys. That's it. That's for sure. Tragic moment. So, mm. rest in peace, Cobes and uh, yeah, Gigi. Sure. Um, yep, definitely the NBA community uh, took one for sure. Definitely. Pretty hard. Pretty hard. But anyway, boys, let's move on. Let's shed some light, some good light on um, trade well, deadline. Well, done. Dusted. Done and done and dusted. It, it must have must have hurt a bit, Ash. I got to say. Well, no, it didn't hurt. I want to know. What are you thinking, brother? What, what do you think of? What do you think it was hurting? What do you think? What, what, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm just what? thinking you probably did kind of want to add a piece. Um, look, I'll say this. Yeah. I I am really glad the Lakers, in terms of I'm talking for the Lakers, being for the Lakers, I'm glad they didn't get anyone. I'm glad they stuck with what they had, and I think that gives them the best opportunity to win the chip this year because they've had a whole season together. And then, and look, I would have even ran with the narrative that LeBron is never happy with his team and he's always changing his players. I like the fact they stuck with what they what they've got. And they're going to roll roll with what they got in terms of the Lakers. That's probably where I'll start with the with the trade deadline stuff. What 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 were your thoughts? Oh man, look, Lakers. Yeah, I, I'm pro- with you a little bit on that one, Scars. Like, what piece were they going to bring in? Really? Like, there was a lot of hope. Morris you know, aiming for the stars. Mark. Yeah, I don't know, but Morris is Morris really the answer you need? I don't know if he was going to be the answer that Lakers really needed. Possibly, um, that's true. I still think I still think the team they had was still going to be good enough to roll. They've just got to try really tighten and buckle up this back end exactly. of the season. Exactly. I like um, that. I definitely think, like, if it would have had to be a really good piece, not saying a superstar piece, but a really good piece to know, yeah, man, that's going to be awesome. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah. But, look, man, Miami, they – they pulled it off. They've got a couple of good pieces in there now. I know they've got Iggy. You're probably not rating him uh, decently, Scars, but nah. I think he's Pat Riley's starting something. Um, he's probably brought, brought in a solid piece, as in locker room guy in Iggy. Um, but I think he's, yeah, he's starting he's, something. He's paid for him too, just quietly. Miami yeah. don't mind paying for players, do they? Yeah, but uh, it's a good Pat Riley, mate. I don't think he can underestimate the big fella. I think he must have something up his sleeve he's going to pull off um, this off season. Um, oh, you, what you, else? Really? Yeah, I just can't underestimate him, man. He's got something, and this, you know, it fails. Um, Muddy, what were your Muddy, what were your thoughts on the Lakers? Oh, look, the biggest win in this whole trade was the Lakers because they didn't do anything, so that's great. Yeah. They need to do anything, uh, and if they did, I think they would have um, compromised the, the locker room. Uh, I think Miami was the second big winner, uh, second biggest winner. I think yeah, had an Iggy. Is important, um, especially adding it with Jimmy Butler. I think is only going to be great uh, for Miami. I think third win would be Houston. Um, I think they went all in uh, with small ball. And I think, I think, I think, I think can, Houston. 
Yeah, so I think they just have to go all out and they're trying something different. And they, if they play their best, and especially if Harden puts it in in the playoffs, uh, Russ is going to give you what Russ gives you, and that can be something great. Um, Houston are winning without Harden playing uh, spectacular, which is really good to see, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So I think Houston could be on a winner, but they have to really bring it every every night. Um, the biggest losers, I think, have been the Golden State Warriors. I was actually really disappointed with their trade with D'Lo. I you don't like, you don't like Wiggins? Given, oh, look, no, look, I think that they should have <laughs> kept D'Lo. Um, and when they brought Clay and I would have loved to see D'Lo play the one, Steph and Clay playing two and three, running off the ball, running off screens like crazy. Uh, all of them can shoot like anything. I think they would have been nearly in, unstoppable to guard, to be honest, and I wanted to see that. So I think they missed opportunity to, again, change the game and how it's played and to be on the winner's list come, um, you know, June. So I think they're the biggest losers. Is, is anyone interested in why they did that trade? Like, there's got to be a little bit more to it than just he didn't fit our system, don't you think? Like... Well, how did they? Yeah, exactly, exactly. How did they know without giving him a chance? Number one, and yeah, to play with them. Yeah, exactly. So, look, I think that they were just being kind. To be honest, I think they know that what he's really good friends with Cat, and they just wanted to be good people. Maybe I'm not sure, but um, really, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It's 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 a weird one. Ash, what do you think? I'm being a bit sarcastic. Yeah, I don't know, Scars. I, I think I hope you. So. I think you're right, there, Scars. You think they must be brewing something. Um, but yeah, like Muddy said, still they didn't even give it a chance. They didn't see what he was going to be like with, um, with um, Curry and and Clay. So whether or not they're clearing house for Big Giannis, which I doubt Giannis would even go there or even think about it. That's a big risk. I don't know what they're planning, whether to clean house or make you know. Not clean house, but you know what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Have a bit of cap space so when time comes, they've got some money there to, to kind of dangle in front of some big free agents. Um, who else were we talking about there, boys? We were talking Muddy brought up. What are your – what Muddy. Houston, what's your thoughts on Houston, Ash? Oh, I'd love man. To, I'd love okay. to hear this. Houston? Okay. I think um, older Wigs – it doesn't really rock up to the pot. I think he stated in our messenger that <laughs> the small ball will last so long, and obviously they're going to have the, the honeymoon stage, which they've had. He said having. they'll win. A, he said they'll go good for a few games, and then the, the head, the head yeah, coach will which, be the problem. Which I think is what's going to happen. Um, I know they've gone really? all in on their on their system, but sometimes, man, you just need a big. I know they've still got Tyson Chandler, but. His expiry date's well and truly passed. But what are you going to do when you go big and you got well, that small hang on. lineup? What are you going to do different. when you play? It's, hang on. What are you yeah, going to yeah. do when you play the Lakers and the Lakers out reband you by one? Yeah, like, but that's what I'm saying. It's the honeymoon stage, so they all ball out. No, I, no. Look, wait I till agree, like no, dude. I would 100% agree with you if they didn't play one of the biggest teams in their first game. I don't know. A honeymoon period to me is more oh, about. I mean, come offense. on, Russ. It, no, hang on, Russ hang on. had a good game. Like Russ yeah. doesn't have consistent good games. Ru- but Russ consistently rebounds the ball. You're talking about rebounding. 
is going to be their issue. I don't know. It's too early still. Like, they lost today against the Jazz, but off a bloody circus shot, pretty much. But I'm just saying that, I don't know, man, that just... Like, it would work if you... It worked in Golden State because their three-point snipers were just, you know, if they could move the ball, and that's where it worked. Golden... I don't... Golden State, I think Houston's... It's just not going to... It's not going to work. I just don't think it's going to work to what you're thinking. Um, yeah, but did you, did you like the fact they went all in? No, yeah, I, I didn't. I think. Wow. No, I, I didn't. I think this, because this really, is, I think this, this is like this is Dan Tony's last hand. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I think what this was is, that? What was that, Muddy? I think this gives them the best chance to beat the top team. So, like, yes, I, 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 I agree. In seven games. But, yeah. Oh, come on. No. No. Uh, crazy. Because Capella. You're crazy. Because Capella. You're okay, madness. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I'm listening. No, I'm listening. No, I'm listening. No, I'm listening. To, okay, so. Houston can play two different offenses at the same time because they got two different superstars, MVP cal- caliber, mm. right? You got mm. Harden and you got Westbrook. You can play fast or you can play slow. You can play two, you can play three. You pretty much run in two different offenses depending mm-hmm. on who got the ball. Now mm-hmm. Capella is great. He's a hard working big, but he cogs up the lane similar to how you're talking about. Um, Simmons and Embiid, Embiid. it's hard yep. for them to gel. Capella yep. actually blocked the lanes because all he can do is, is do that middle side stuff, right? Offensive, uh, defensive, just rebound, it. just work yep. hard. So this actually spaces out now, and because they're shooting a lot of threes, but also getting to the rack, pretty much rebounds come into play with a lot of the small ball because they're still pretty tall, and the ball goes long with big, with long shots. So I think this actually helps space the floor a lot better so yeah. they have more opportunity for Russ to drive or for Harden to actually shoot. So I think this actually opens them up. Now, am I saying they're better than Lakers Clippers? No, I'm not. But am I going to say I think this might give them better chance to beat them? Yes. Yes, definitely. That's uh, the, what I like. Uh, it's pretty much that's my point is what Marty's point is, is that it they've gone all in. It, basically, this is the best system they're going to be like. This is the best fit they're going to be able to run with the way their salary cap is. Like they've thrown everything at this idea with Harden and now with Russ. And it, man, th- that's all they could do. They couldn't keep trying to be a 50-50 um, Lads. team. Lads. What? What? This freaking team you're talking about made it to the Western Conference Finals. Do you think they're going to make it to the finals? No. So, exactly. I don't think we're saying that at all. No, you're saying they've gone all in. So, I'm, what I'm saying, I'm saying, they've already reached the second highest thing they could reach. They've got no, Now they've got third. to go to the finals. No, nah, third. They have to... No, well, no, 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 no. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I've, I know what you're saying. Okay. But they've, okay. you've, they've gone all in, right? on a team yep. that you think they're going to get to the top. They've reached the top, which is the Western Conference Finals, not the actual top, top, but they've reached the Western Conference Finals. So their next step, if this doesn't work, has to be the finals. Yeah, it can't definitely. be any less or normal. So you, I don't see – and you see this team going to the finals. No, so but, you, but you can't no, – th- no, there's no, no, no other no. way a hardened uh, team Gally, is going to go right, to the right. finals. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Gally. Okay, so okay. what I'm saying is they didn't make this move 
they wouldn't even get to the Western Conference Finals. I reckon they would have been knocked out before the Western Conference Finals. So I like what they've done because I think with the move they've done, they may actually be able to get to the Western Conference Final now and then who knows what happens. But if they didn't make that move, man, they could be knocked out the second round in my eyes. Yeah, yep. I agree with that. They've been a no chance since they lost the Western Conference Finals. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Look, go for it. I just didn't like the move for the mere fact they went small ball. You guys have good valid points. I just think coming a seven-game series, I wouldn't be surprised if they get bounced in five. Whoa, that's a bit cool. Yeah. Not saying first round, but... Yeah. First round. They're a hot no, and cold. I, no, not the first round. Second round. No, no. Yeah, second right. round, I but could see them I'm getting saying. bounced. If they kept the same team, they could have got bounced the first round. That's that's what I'm thinking. But I reckon now that they've gone all in in this type style, I think they'll actually can get up to the Western Conference Finals and make a good shake of it. But again, okay. a lot has to go their way. Anyway, who else, boys? Right, what boys, else we got? Well, what else? What trades else do we have there? I really, like, I really like I really like what the Wolves did. Yeah, I, okay. I, actually, yep. I, I watched what uh, I watched the Wolves um, Clippers game, and yeah, honeymoon period, blah blah blah. But look, they're a totally different team, um, and I think look, they're probably going to win. They're not going to win an amazing amount of games for the rest of the season, but. It's nice to see those teams that have been on the bottom for so long having a crack, and Minnesota have had a fair crack this time. Like, they've just about totally uh, hauled the whole roster. So, uh, and they looked, man, they were just bombing them for three. Um, Mm. So, it'll be interesting. This is now up to Cat. Like, can Cat... Yeah. Lead this team, you know what I mean? And yeah, he's got he's got D'Lo who's knows how to lead, I guess. So it's 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 good. I think it's rejuvenated a, a a really tired franchise. That's what I like about the Minnesota thing because, um, you know, you want to see those teams coming back through. You want to see Minnesota being successful. You want you want to be you want to see a little bit of that change. I think that's what I like. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think. I don't think they've still got a piece. They're still missing a piece. Um, oh, man, that Beasley. For a deep I think, run. I, I actually think you watched this. That um, Is it Malik Beasley? Mm-hmm. He, he um, I think he's their third. He's their third guy. He will. He's going to come out of his shell now that he's been. Um, he's going to get more minutes than what Denver could give him. I think. Beasley will really surprise us. Yep. Yeah, right. Nah, and then that's pretty much about it. One, it was pretty quiet. Like, there wasn't no major blockbuster trade. Um, I think it was all done superstars. at the start. It was all done at the start of the season, really. <laughs> and to be honest, I didn't even know um, that it came around that quick. Like, all of a sudden, I was just like, all oh, this shit started happening. I'm like, oh, shit, there's a trade deadline soon. Yeah, so, that's um, true. No, definitely come around. I do, just quietly, I think, uh, you know, Golden, no, not Golden State, the Clippers made some good additions. You know, they did a couple of good trades with New York Nets, uh, New York Knicks, sorry, and the um, and the Wizards. I just feel a little bit, uh, what do you call it? A bit, uh, I'm, not, I'm trying to find the word now. A bit sorry for, 
Yeah, disappointed for old Isaiah. Oh, uh, you know, with tough. the trade, they got him and then they've just waved yeah. him. And the poor bloke just can't catch a break. You know, you, you think he's going to really take off somewhere and some teams just don't give him a chance anymore. Just, you know, he just, like Muddy said, Denny Ainge just literally fucked him over. Um, <laughs> and oh, yeah, it's just hard to hard to see a bloke that was, you know, two years ago at the, you know, an all-star, you know, talks and, and was balling. And now he's just bloody the crumb of the backseat yeah, of the NBA. He's, he's, um, he's right at the back of the bus that and just oh, doesn't, yeah, yeah does not look I like getting back on it. No, I don't think so, mate. I don't think so. And, um, but anyway, look, the clips have bloody signed Marcus Morris. Um, good player. Um, he's obviously adding to their, and he's probably a good big that they needed. He's a guy that can defend. He's a guy, another guy that can def- at least they can body LeBron yeah. with. And I think he fits their pedigree. He fits the yep. the um yep. the Patrick Bev yep. that kind of pedigree that they're trying to yep. develop in in the Clippers uniform. So Definitely. I think it was a good move. Um, look, Iggy's obviously back on the court. Seen him today go out and ball out. Still early days. Don't know whether he's going to be match fit. Um, do we really, does, does anyone really think Iggy can make that big of an impact, like a $30 million impact on a team? $30 uh, million. I probably would have said at the start of this year, Scouts, I probably would have said yeah, but now that he's been sitting um, and watching from the sidelines, it's pretty hard Man. to yeah, probably agree with that. Um, unless he comes out and just does what he's got to do. Um, look, he's got, yeah, cal- he's got but, championship calibre. He, he does, but I mean, he's with I, that buddy. Hey, I just look. I think Iggy. Well, who else a, are they going? Who else are they going to really go out and get unless Pat Riley's brewing something that we don't know? Yeah, um, look, I just don't think Iggy's going to. If you've got to rely on Iggy to be your number two scorer, uh, you're going to be in yeah. trouble. Oh yeah, yeah, bloody oath. Well, Iggy looked all right when he's alongside Clay Thompson and yeah. Steph Curry. <laughs> Who <laughs> doesn't? <laughs> yeah, when you're um when you're the fifth scorer on the team and you look all right. So, but yeah, I think you're right, Scars. He's now he's probably putting the limelight a bit more. Um, and we're definitely going to be watching him a little bit stronger than what we were in Golden State. Definitely. Um. But also, who else we got? There's a few. I just had a thing there on the trade too. Is um, trying to think. There's a team. Oh, just on the tip of my tongue. Um, did, talked about the Clippers. Toronto um, did nothing. Yeah, Toronto did nothing. Everyone pretty were much we, stayed. Were we surprised Boston didn't make any moves? Nah, nah, Boston. I think they're rolling. I think I think Ainge was pretty sweet with what he's got. Um, I think Philly probably could have made a few few uh, swaps, but I think they're going to ride it till the off season. Um, I think Philly have to ride it. Yeah, they, they have to. I think, I think Philly now have to. I mean, they went hard at the start of the season and yeah. got and kind of went with that big idea and they've yep. just got to ride that. And then if it don't work, I yeah, think they'll they, have to I, change. I, I, well, well I, think, I think they always had in the back of their mind if we can't get to the finals with this roster, it's it's time to push the button. Yeah. Well, and well, okay, we hope that's what they're thinking. Yeah. That's what <laughs> oh, that's what needs to happen if they <laughs> yeah, they can't right. if they can't crack the conference finals, mate. Yeah. They, they need to bloody do something. But um, I think hopefully now, just talking back on the Lakers too, guys. I hope now all the bull crap 
trade deadline is out. Yes. Yep. Now get playing ball. Kuzma start yeah. putting the 25 to you know, you know, I say 20 to 25 baskets. Start scoring those points. Start really getting this run downhill. So when playoff time comes, the chemistry, the ball playing, the role playing is sweet. All the riffraff yep. is out. We're just and like LeBron. And I think the, LeBron made the first step. Is we're good with what we got. That was the first step yeah, from yeah. him. Which was, perfect, his mouth. which was perfect. Which was because yeah, he needed to. There was. Yeah. There was none of the stuff that we've seen previously. That oh, we need to have yep. some changes. And there's some guys. Nah, it yep. was. He squashed it at the gate and said, "Nah, we're good with what we got." And coming that from that type of player, um, yeah. for the locker room to understand with his history, I think that was a good move. Lakers not doing anything, riding with what they got. Now shits and start to settle, and let's be. Yep. Um, but scars. That's the, here we go. I got it back. J.R. Smith. What are the oh. Lakers thinking? Are giving oh. J.R. Smith a crack? They're, they shouldn't even thinking, let him walk in the room. They're thinking they don't want to win a championship. That's what they're thinking. Oh, that has mate, got to be the dumbest move of all yeah. time. Yeah. Whoever's. That, that whoever's, would be crazy. Whether this That's, is true, false, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think LeBron would even. Like, yes. Oh, I, hey, oh, love well, you boys. Cra- but if you did a fuck up like that. Yeah. I'd be spilling. I'd be it, like, we're not playing for I, a while. I can't believe Palenka would even have the balls to walk up to LeBron and say, ah, we're thinking of JR. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, go yeah. and get me, tea, go get me Isaiah. Isaiah's yeah, free. Yeah, that's right. I'd that'd rather be him. Like, that'd oh. be like bringing your golf clubs to a basketball tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, typical. But and then leaving your ball shoes in your golf club yeah. bag. <laughs> oh, That's whilst it. you're already two and a half hours down the road from the basketball tournament. Yeah. Oh, uh, classic. Uh, but um, yeah. yeah. But like, uh, if mate, if Rob Palinka's doing that, that was way below the line. I'm just putting that quietly. Oh yeah. If Palinka invites time. Jr. in, and there's definitely got a contract in front. Below yes. the line, no, that'd be, Below the line. Yeah, Definitely yeah. not above. No, that's um, below the line for sure. Well, that, that's, that's below, not a good below idea. The line, below the line to some people is a great idea, Scott, just quietly. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've heard, mate. So I've heard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so mm, it's going to be so interesting, have, brother. So have you – okay, we're past the dra- trade deadline. Yep. Uh, have any of are you seeing any teams out there that oh they've they've got enough like they could be okay. a final right. team is there Look, is brother, anyone change your mind? To be honest, I haven't been watching ball pretty much since the bloody Kobe thing. Not obviously as frequent, so I've just so, been trying to get on catching a few games, and I think maybe it's because of the stagnant you know the staleness too. We're just kind of yep. now trying to get over that. Um, all-star break to then kind of see really teams put it together. Um, yeah, and, you, so and, they haven't, and they haven't been too many games, great games, just quietly. Yeah, they've been, <laughs> and I think we all know who's going to make the, you know, the top eight. Yeah. Um, who, what, to make the top eight or who looking like they're going to be a no, good contender? Like, I, I've got, I would say that Houston could make the finals. Like, I'm, kind of willing to think that Houston out of the West could maybe upset a Clippers or a Lakers to make that Western Ooh. Conference Finals finals. I think I can see that. You could have a heat streak, you know. One Look, I could 
I could see definitely, like just talking about that, I could definitely see Houston beating the Clips, but the Clips mm-hmm. would have to drop a real, you know, couple of bad ones. Yep. Um, just because of the I size. Def- yeah, and probably, mate, oh, it's just, it's hard to say because I'm saying that now, like you were saying, but then on the other side, Clippers are just a great defensive team. So, like, Houston will really have to be on. Um, they yeah, really have I, to be going all in on that system. Um, uh, yeah. Definitely to beat I, them. I, I think the other thing in Houston's advantage is, and one thing I noticed in that Lakers game was the Lakers actually didn't know how to play against them because they'd never seen that before. Yeah. And they almost... It was almost like they couldn't – it was too hard for them to compute that they've just got to drop the ball down to AD in the post and mm. literally get it and get an easy two instead yeah. of move trying to move the ball. It was like you don't even have to be that creative, boys. you got a six-foot-seven guy on a seven-footer. Like it's just yeah. a no-brainer. Lob the ball in. So Houston, I think, have got the advantage that they've done it in at a part of the season where it's hard for teams to get used to playing against them too. So yeah. I don't know if the Lakers um, have another game against Houston or, and I don't know how many more games the Clippers have. So if they don't see them until the playoffs, to me, that's a bit of an advantage for Houston because Houston are really now a different team. It, it yeah. can, you know, they're all in, on their small ball. So um, that that's what's interest, intriguing to me about Houston. But yeah. look, and, and, I mean, there's just – in the West uh, – in the East, sorry. Um, look, I don't think the Heat have done enough to, to make themselves a finals team. Um, I'd still I'd still think Toronto is better than the Heat. Um, come play. They're, come play. they're sitting second. They're sitting second. Yeah, I know, but I think I think Toronto. You think we'll start would, to see them slope, slope? No, I just think Toronto will probably go into the playoffs with a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Mm. Like they're going to go in think, saying, "Hey, we're the we're still the champs," you know. Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like everyone, probably sees them as uh, not having that aura about them because they don't have Kawhi. So. They've kind mm. of got that slight advantage of have, that they can go into the playoffs with a chip on their shoulder. So, uh, you know, and they did nothing in the uh, trade deadline. So my my mm. um no no new teams have kind of popped up on my radar because of the trade deadline yeah. in the East. That's for sure. I'd say the same, Scars. I'd say the same. Nothing's really – and no major – like maybe if you put Iggy on Toronto, might have been a bit of a good yeah. Yep, that's um, exactly right. And you probably could have said, oh, they they could be a good, real bad contender, you know, getting out of the East. Um, yep. But, yeah, the team, players went to teams that kind of needed people to just yeah. get them into the playoffs. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Do you know or to I mean? make them so, more consistent. Or to yeah. make them a more consistent team. And that, get that's deeper. Kind of what, um, yeah, that's right, yeah. It wasn't someone that was like, oh, they're going to make the they're gonna make yep. the conference and even get out of the, you know, get out of the East or the West. So. Yep. I was actually um, surprised that Denver shed players. I thought Denver probably didn't help. Could have rode with what? Yeah, could have rode. Yeah, with what they got. I, I think they could have rode with what they got. But yeah, but, look. Um, yeah. No, nah. good, good, good topic, scars. Um, also, brother, look just quickly, and um, while we while we're still on, 
Mm. Knicks are making some moves, brother. They have sacked the president. They have <laughs> sacked their press, which is one good step, I guess. That, that is um, one good step. I think they're on the verge of sacking their GM too. I don't, I don't know. I've been hearing it. So, look, obviously, still a lot of fucking refuge to um to get through. Um, yeah, but uh, look, look, it's it's something that needed to happen. They oh, probably they they need to clean it all out, and they really need to start again. Look, yeah. you're never gonna. I think it's hard when they talk about. Um, Getting rid of the owner, that's a bit hard. I mean, not mm. everyone walks around with a couple of billion in their back pocket to buy the New York <laughs> Knicks, so they're going to be stuck with him. I think the yep. best thing that can happen for the Knicks realistically is they clean house and you just hope that they get a good GM president that can just start to make the Knicks relevant. That's you know, I was saying it before about yeah. Minnesota. You want to see those teams start to come back up. And, man, the Knicks uh, got to be the number one oh. team on that list that you want to see relevant in the NBA. Yeah. And I think by the time that happens, brother, my young fellow will be bloody under 12s or <laughs> under 15s or something. So and you'll I'll, be, be well and truly, yeah. I'll be well and truly hanging the boots up then <laughs> um, by the time that comes around. So, look, Nick's got That's a true. well and long, long, long road ahead. Um, but at least yeah. they've made some moves. Um, exactly. That's a good point. So, Ash. hopefully get some good, good draft picks, get some good number, you know, in the lotto, in the draft, and all that kind of stuff. Scarzi, another thing quickly. Mate, what yeah. is Giannis thinking Choosing that team. If you have a look at that lineup, not a, not a fan, them, Ash. You're not a fan. <laughs> oh, not a fan, brother. When you're looking over at LeBron's team and you're like, Jesus, Giannis, what are you doing, bro? I like, could have, oh. I could have. Look, I thought picking Siakam as his second pick was a little bit like what? That was a bit. That was weird. Um. Yeah, he's obviously a different dude, man. He's a oh, when you yeah. look at it, it kind of looks like an American team versus a world team. Yeah, like, uh, a little I mean? bit like that. A little bit like that. It's a it's a weird one. It's a because, real mate. Yeah. LeBron has got Which, bloody Kawhi. Yeah, he's stacked. He's stacked. Yeah, no, oh, stacked. All right. Well, give or take, uh, which, you know, Katie. If Katie was in there, I'd, I'd probably assume that he'd be on um, Giannis's team. Yeah. Um, Definitely, you wouldn't bloody you wouldn't bloody walk past, or you know you wouldn't pass up on on KD, but you wouldn't. You've uh, you've just mentioned his name, Ash. Did you see the KD interview with the with his boys? Um, oh man, who was it? It was um, on that B ball uh, video where he talks about why he left why he left Golden State. Yes, and just, I did. Did you buy into it, Scars? Did you buy into any of it? Did I buy he, into any he, of it? That he wanted to involve his game, that he wanted to do this. Did you buy any of that? Or did you just think, no, you went for the championships? Tell us the truth. Uh, I think I would probably agree with a little bit of it. Like, I, he's right. But, I mean, I think, he, I think he left out a big part of the story. Like, yeah, and, and I knew I could win at least two to three chips, you know. I think mm. he I think he left that part of it out. And I was mm. going to a an already an amazing team and I and you're gonna add me to it. So 
I think he only told half the story, Ash, to be fair. Mm. Um, but I didn't mind the interview. I mean, the more... Uh, he's a pretty complex dude, old KD, I find. Like, he's just... He's kind of... Um, he's not what I would think of as your typical superstar basketball player. He's, he's got mm-hmm. some different ideas. Um, but at the end of the day, like I was saying with Kobe, I guess, look, you know, we watch them for the basketball side of it. He's an amazing basketball player, and, and that's that's mm-hmm. what you really want to judge him on in the end. You just mm-hmm. – you just his, his next step now is to obviously take this Nets team on and be the leader of this team, and, and that that's going to be a major challenge for him. And I guess getting over the Achilles too. Mm. Where, where is he that'll be the intriguing thing I think at the start is where is he going to be at with this injury yeah, bloody oath. with his game and he's back no, I've seen just videos he's looking okay running um, getting shots up so yet, yet again still got to probably jump still probably got a lot of you know stuff to do to get back but yeah. looks promising looks promising yeah well it's positive isn't it that's probably yeah. a good sign yep especially yeah. for the Nets Bloody oath. So, um, yeah. but other than that, scars. Let's let's wrap it up, brother. Let's um, yep. let's finish on a high note. Um, oh yeah, not finish on a high note. Shout out to uh, Muddy. Sorry, uh, listeners, he had to duck off. Yeah. Um, oh, he's yeah. out in the he's out in the whoop whoop. So he's ducked off. But scars, good to see you, brother, and hear from you. And we'll uh, catch you on the next pod, eh? Definitely, mate. I'll be here Crazy. as always. As always. Yeah. Good to we'll get that out there. Be here. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, but um, right. <laughs> all right, guys. Cheers for listening in to episode number twenty-four. Uh, out to Kobe. Uh, catch us on the next pod with NBA at home with the boys. Stay stay healthy, healthy and eat healthy. There you have it. Another episode of NBA at home with the boys. Done and dusted. It's mid-range here. I just wanted to grab you quickly before you go just to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, if you, if you like what you hear, please share the podcast with your mates. Share it with uh, people out there you know who love the NBA, who love basketball, and, uh, and who love podcasts. And uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to your, your podcasts and please leave a review and uh, maybe a five-star rating, and that helps people out there who who might want to listen to a podcast like ours find the show. It's been great. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Stay healthy. Cheers.